Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Bronson. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 24. In this episode, we're going to talk about From Software has two new games, two unannounced games, that's exciting, makers of Dark Souls. Epic makes a boatload of money. Cliff Blazinski, Cliffy B, uh, announces a lame new job. Bird Box takes the world by storm. Kevin Spacey goes full-blown villain. And we give out the God Mode Game of the Year awards and the uh, God Mode Heavyweight Championship belt. So, with that said, God Mode Unlocked episode 24, last episode of 2018. Here we go. Happy New Year. Alright, welcome to Godwin Unlocked episode 24. It's a big episode for us. Not only is it our last episode of the year, we're doing our Game of the Year awards this episode, so quite the, quite the path we've been on. It's hard to believe we've done 24 yeah. episodes of this. In our first year. Yeah. Alright, so before we move on, just remember that we're giving away a copy of Atlas on player.gg. Check out our social media and uh, get a chance to play that pirate MMO that everybody's talking about one, one way or another. Yeah. Good or bad, I'm not sure, but everybody's yeah. talking about <laughs> it. Alright, so before we get on to the Game of Year Awards, let's go through our normal stuff. All the big news and rumors. We got some good ones. So, first one. Big news. Kojima has hinted at a 2019 release for Death Stranding, which I guess it's not really that surprising, but maybe to some it is because this game's just been so unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've said summer 2019 for a while now. That's my prediction. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see it next year. Yeah. I figured they might want to hold it for the you know the release of the next console, PS5, whatever they call it. But I won't be surprised if it if it comes out next year, just at some random time. Maybe we'll call it the PS Cinco. Yeah. <laughs> they can't do the PS Triple. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what's what's a word for five. Senko. It's gonna have to be Senko. What's what's the French word for five? I don't even Yeah. Know. It's gonna be V. The PlayStation V. Yeah, there you go. But yeah. Uh I, I guess Kojima said something about you know the it, next year's the year of the whale or something like that. Because you know they got the Chinese New Year thing. Yeah. Next year's the year of the whale and he said something like it was a very vague hint that twenty nineteen will be the year that Death Stranding finally releases, but didn't they have like a whale way back before Moby Dick Studios? That was yeah. um Yeah. That was the fake studio but they it, announced Smell Your Solid yeah. Five under. Could have could have been a hint. Could they have been Who, planning know? This Who knows the whole with him? <laughs> Who knows? But there it is. Kojima actually finally said something about the release date of Death Stranding, so that's news in and of itself. Because other than that, we really never hear Diddly Squall yeah. about this game. Yeah. The walking simulator. Yeah. The package. <laughs> Futuristic UPS. All right, so this is super interesting. You know, we've talked extensively about how much Sony focuses on single-player games and cinematic third-person story-driven games. So Saber Interactive, who... these are the, these is a, This is a quite experienced developer. These people, are they've made a World War Z game. They worked on Halo Master Chief Collection. They worked on that Halo Online game, whatever the heck that is. Quake Champions, which I've talked about extensively, and Shaq Fu 2. 
Don't oh, forget. Yeah, can never forget that one. So they approached Sony and like, said, "We want to make we want to make a multiplayer for Days Gone." Like, I don't know how much money they asked for, but they said, "We'll make multiplayer for Days Gone." You know, just bring us on for this much, and we'll we'll make it. I'm sure they had some sort of conceptual pitch that I don't know if it was good yeah. or bad, but Sony told them no. They said no. We're, we're, we we focus on single player games, and does it. Um, you, you know, I, 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 just, I really have two thoughts about this. First of all, um, I, I always say to people, I don't know why you would pay for PSN because Sony has no online games. Not, not exclusive ones, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's so bizarre to me. Like, you have this online service, but then you don't actually really support it with any of your games. You get your free games every month. Yeah, that's about it. And, you know, you can play online multiplayer with third party games yeah but. I mean if, if PS4 is the only console you own I think it makes sense because yeah. you want to play Call of yeah. Duty you want to play Madden yeah and that, that must be what they're banking on but it's kind of strange though because if it's not the only console you own then you really don't need the online network and that's just kind of bizarre to me it, and, it is bizarre I, I mean I give them credit for focusing on single player to the extent that they do because they've had a huge success with it, you know. Yeah. But I can't believe they're just they've for whatever reason become so like turned off to multiplayer. It's kind of strange. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think back. Did they have any like major multiplayer game failures like in the last like I don't know well, five I mean, years? On the PS3, they had like um, what was Twisted it? Metal? Do we know that Twisted Metal, Warhawk, Warhawk. Mag, Mag was a massive failure. Maybe that was maybe that was when they threw their hands up and said, "Forget it." Because they closed Zipper, they yeah. closed that studio down. But they did also have, um, oh gosh, what's it called? Their Halo answer there, Killzone. Killzone? Yeah, but I'm not sure the and multiplayer they, they was that, the strength of that either. Yeah, yeah, they had it. This it was more the single player. Everybody. Was oh, absolutely. Always... Yeah, but um, as for this game in particular, doesn't it just sort of feel like this game's being sent out to die? I think this, don't get me wrong, because when I learned that the studio behind this was the studio that developed Siphon Filter, I loved those games back in the day. I oh, kinda, really? I, I kind of like, I kind of want to see them succeed. Yeah. Um, but I kind of do feel like this might be Sony's first game of the gen that's kind of a miss. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it'll be terrible. I think yeah. it'll probably come out and get like a 7 and 8. Just yeah. be like, yeah, it's pretty decent. It has I mean, its moments and that's it. I mean, just the way they've shown this game it's always well, they don't like, show it the other games I mean at E3 yeah they had you know they had Spider-Man they had Ghosts they had Death Stranding they had The Last of Us they didn't even bring that yeah I mean it was. it's always been sort of with a certain reluctance that yeah they show this game like oh yeah here's Days Gone okay you know like and then like five seconds later they're like oh yeah well, let's talk about Ghost of Shishima yeah yeah whatever, whatever like, else they're, they're so much more excited about all these other games yeah and when they have to like it's just such reluctance that they speak about Days Gone. See, the thing, when I see Days Gone, I, I think of the exact same thing when I see State of Decay 2. I think here's, or State of Decay at all, here's a game that has, like, no soul. Like, it, it has its it has its stuff, which is like, yeah, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, yeah. but it has no, like, what's its selling point? You know well, what I mean? I mean like, yeah. okay, yeah, we, we're, we're this guy who's in a, bo- a bike gang and we're gonna kill some zombies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're a bike, if you guys really into biking, then... you know, when they first showed the game, I was really interested in it. I, I mean, the way when the they zombies... ran up that water tower. Yeah, and... I mean, the way the zombies attack looks yeah. so cool. And I there's mean, so many. Of them. Yeah, there's just so many. It, it really gives you that feel like I'm overwhelmed. Right. I gotta run away. Right. 
But um, you know, outside of that, the game. But that's does. what I. That's it, what it I mean. Looks... Like, what's what's the selling point of this game? Because it doesn't look like the main. It's not like The Last of Us, where you've got a super compelling protag- co-protagonists or yeah. Uncharted, which had you know another strong protect cast and yeah. fun loving kind yeah, of I mean, blow the, lots of stuff. The main off. character is very generic. Yeah, the storyline yeah. seems kind of generic. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, just, what's even the story of this? Yeah, game? and that's and probably, I've read it, but it's not strong. That's probably why the game has been delayed so much, and you know they they speak about it with such reluctance. They, yeah, because they know they know it's not going to be. Big. Yeah, it's just going to be a 7 or an 8. I, I just think it's interesting, though, that you know maybe another developer recognized, like, hey, you need to strengthen this game, and this is how you can do it. And Sean was like, no. Maybe that's why, because they're like, this game's not going to be a success. Yeah. We're not going to invest further in it. Yeah, maybe. I don't doubt it. I mean, both to look back at this episode when Days Gone comes well, it's kind out of funny, and see, though, how, see if we were right. A lot of the um, a lot of multiplayer success stories were actually just last second tacked on oh yeah I think Halos was the last second job and I it wasn't Goldeneye yeah like Goldeneye yeah second. Goldeneye was the other one that was last second they just did it because yeah sometimes thought. you just catch lightning in a bottle yeah so who knows could have been great could have been pure trash I mean yeah, more likely it would have been pure trash I don't know this is about like they, they remastered some of the Halo games they, they made Quake Champions which is a really good game yeah They've been entrusted. They also made Shaq Fu too. Well, entrusted with much different project. Entrusted with the <laughs> high priority Shaq Fu too. But we'll have to look back at this episode when Days Gone comes out and yeah. see if when's it out now. Is it still? It's like April, I think. No, oh, it's like April, it, I think. Oh, delayed again. Wow. Well, they delayed it. Then I think that was wise because if it released in that slaughter in quarter one, oh yeah, it would just nobody would buy yeah. it. I mean, Anthem is probably going to slaughter. Well, everything. there's Anthem. There's a Division Two, Resident Evil Two, Devil May Cry Five, um, um, crack Crackdown Three. Just so much in there. Yeah. Jump oh, Force. I cannot wait for Resident Evil 2. I can't believe we're so close to that game. We'll see. So, I remember back in our very first episode, when we didn't even know like what we were going to talk about really, we are just like, well, let's talk about some stuff and yeah. see what happens. We talked about how Ubisoft had took taken Rainbow Six, and basically if you use certain words in chat, you're immediately banned from the game for like, whatever it was, an hour. And then the next time it was... Well, Blizzard is kind of taking the next step at that. Because you know how chat is in video games. Text chat. It's just oh, totally out of... Uh, there's almost no point. Yeah. So Blizzard is making people link their Battle.net accounts to their Twitch accounts if you want to watch Overwatch League because the Twitch chat is just so toxic and full of trolls. Yeah. So basically by doing this, Blizzard can take control and like... Well, A, it probably makes chat made up of people who are going to be more positive because they're actually playing Blizzard games. They're not just random trolls coming in to troll. They have some level of interest because they at least own one Blizzard game. Yeah. But then, hypothetically, I think what they're saying, they didn't really explain this. They could probably ban people, people's Battle.net accounts, if they're... You know, being super, I don't know, let's say racist or... Aggressive. I, I don't know, yeah, making threats. And uh, so there's two schools of thought to this. Some people are like, this is great, it's a level of accountability to the anonymous, you know, problems that the internet has created. Yeah. Then there's other people who are scared that 
well, you know, if you talk out, if you if you say you don't like something that Blizzard makes, they're going to ban you and they're going to control you. Or... Yeah, I mean, it is, you know, I mean, like anything else, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah. I think it's it's good on the one hand. The more or, or the less you make people anonymous, the more likely they are to, to act right. Act real. Yeah. And uh, so there's that. But, you know, like, like people say, there's going to be situations where, you know, it negatively impacts people. Yeah. Probably, you know. I, I don't know. I'm not... I think they'd be fool, And I'm sure it's happened somewhere. But they'd be foolish to just start clamping down on anybody who, like, says, like, this anything bad about a Blizzard game. Because that's just going to wreck oh, them. Oh, yeah. I don't think the, it, the PR cost to that would be so high. That. I don't that's think what people are scared of. If I say I don't like Overwatch, they're going to kick me out. And it's like, well... A, I don't think they'll do that. B, why are you in there anyway? Yeah, exactly. If you don't like if Overwatch, Overwatch, why are you watching All you're it? saying is, hey, I hate this game. This game sucks. Right. I mean, you deserve to get kicked out, don't you? I mean, why well, are you there? I, I think it's fair to, like, critique and stuff. Like, to say, like, I think this character is really overpowered. Yeah. This character's garbage. But I don't think they're going to kick you out for just one time saying, hey, I don't really like yeah. this game. But I think they're looking anyway. at... They're looking at people who are spamming like yeah, sheer hatred. Trash, no, like sheer like hatred. Yeah. Like not like not towards yeah, the you're game, right. but other people. You're probably right. Or or groups of people or whatever. I don't know. I think the whole the whole um, streaming chat needs to be rethought. Because it's almost at, impossible to follow anyway. Exactly. After a certain point, it just becomes useless. When there, when there's when there's um like my chat, like when I stream, I've had like hundred and some people in there at the same time. I can follow that. When it's right. those big events where yeah. you've got 50, 100,000 yeah. people watching, you can't read any yeah, of that. Yeah, as soon as you hit about 1,000, it just yeah. goes to... Yeah, you can't read it, that it's anyway. It's gibberish, you know? Yeah. Like, stuff's just flying by. You can't have a conversation with anybody. No, so nobody's, re- nobody's reading. You're just yeah. spamming random yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's so pointless at that point. So they need to find a way to, like, make it so you can select who you... You know, maybe you can... They do have a... They have a mode you can turn on, so it's um, and a lot of streamers are using it, and I have mixed feelings. It's subscriber only mode, yeah. so you if you pay the five ninety nine a month to subscribe to that channel, then you can use the chat. Yeah. But if you don't pay, you can't use it. Yeah, I don't know about that. So but. that's what I mean. So like the fl- the plus is well, everybody who paid that five ninety nine is probably gonna be like a a decent person, yeah, and because they paid the money yeah. to be there, they're skinning but, the game. Right, but it excludes a lot of people yeah. at the same time who don't want to pay. I think $6. I would rather see though, like for everybody. I mean, because the chat doesn't work for anybody after about a thousand people, like we said, or maybe even less than that, like five hundred even, if they're going hard. Um, I would like to see a, a system where you can sort of select the people who you want in your chat, mm-hmm. and then just like have your own side chat, yeah, to the main chat, yeah, for like everybody. You mean? Yeah, because like, like the streamer can do that, but yeah. you mean like as yeah, a, as a viewer for everybody, you know, like because you know you get people that just spam. Yeah, yeah. you should be able emotes. To, it's yeah, all nonstop. you should just be able to say, okay, well, you obviously don't really want to chat, so I'm not going to select you. But if you spot people that are actually trying to have a conversation, yeah, you just you know like click add or something, right. and then have like a separate chat where you can actually talk to 50 people. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this continues to evolve. The whole, you know, Twitch and how people respond to toxicity. Because it's not going away, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, time for our, our favorite God Mode moments here. We've got some good ones this week. So, From Software, makers of Dark Souls and Bloodborne, 
say they're working on two very from like quote unquote from esque games that are unannounced. So they got Sekiro, Shadow Dies Twice, that's announced. Then they got two more that they're working on. What do you think they are? Make your make your God mode moment. Here. Well, one has to be Bloodborne too. That you would think. I mean, that's like a stone cold lock. You would think. You think there's a Dark Souls four? They or? said they were done with Dark Souls after yeah. three. They could yeah. do Demon Souls too, though. Yeah, they could bring that back, resurrect it, um, or it could just be. Like I'd be a, su- a Sekiro game where it's just something new. I'd be surprised if they were doing both Bloodborne and Demon Souls two at the same time because they were both. PlayStation exclusives. Yeah. So if Sony was funding both Demon Souls 2 and Bloodborne, I don't know why you would do that, basically. You'd want those two games to be like two years apart, probably. Okay, here's my here's my bold prediction. Otogi is coming back. <laughs> Otogi, their turn of Otogi. Xbox exclusive. What was their ninja game? Ninja Blade? Who? From. From I don't remember. I think it was called Ninja Blade. Isn't I it never funny? got to play it, but it looked cool. For, for a long time, From was kind of like a developer that was kind of like middle of the road. Like, yeah. They did decent games, yeah. but they were very niche. Like, I think remember they did some mech games. Was it Armored Core? Was that one of their games? I believe so, yeah. And more popular in Japan than here. Yeah. And then they just struck gold with Dark Souls. They yeah. just totally... It hit another level. Yeah. yeah. If you look and they influenced up, they every... Got a, they got a ton of games before... Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. nobody knows those. Yeah, I think no, I think really Tenchu. Was, oh, yeah. Tenchu, yeah. Uh, Tenchu, Otogi, Armored Core. I, I, I There's know. a million of yeah, them. Yeah, I know I'm forgetting some. There, there yeah. was a million of them. If you look up on Wikipedia, if you're listening, look up from software on Wikipedia and look through their games. I think you'll be like, what the heck's all this? Like, I never knew this. So Bloodborne 2, I think we both agree on that. They say it's from like, so basically it's a Souls-like game is what I'm taking that as. But what would it be? I don't think it's Dark Souls 4. Well, I mean, Sekiro started off as a Tenchu game. Yeah. So do you think there's an outside chance that they also made Too similar, I think. I don't know. It'll be fun. Yeah. See what they're doing. I I think Bloodborne 2 for PS5, though, it's a lock. But I wonder, I do sort of wonder if, um, do you think Microsoft is funding one of them? I could see, I could see an Atogi. Didn't know they you, buy you, the market? That, didn't they buy the marketing rights to Sekiro? Didn't Sekiro debut on Microsoft stage at E3? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it did. Maybe. I mean, it's not gonna be. What do you mean? Oh, that they're financing it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe be. that was the beginning of a more elaborate. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just look at what Phil Spencer's doing, and he, he seems to be looking back through the history but of they've, Xbox. But they've really yet to do an Atobi, anything in Japan, still. Yeah. and the, I thought for sure they'd buy a Japanese the, studio. The original, the original Xbox, the Togi series, was actually one of the bigger games. No. Yeah. Otogi. Otogi. No. Yeah. Nobody one, bought one that. One of the bigger exclusives for the platform. <laughs> Nobody bought that. So I wouldn't. Did From make it, Otogi? Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Are you did. sure? I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up. I'm <laughs> sure. So here we got we got a double dose. We got pretty much all we think Sony related. I could see them doing Demon Souls two if they were taking the series multi platform. Then I could see it making sense. Not not PS exclusive like the first Demon Souls. Are you looking up Otogi as we yeah, speak? Yeah, I am. Um, 
Let's see. From software, yeah. Is it? Yep. Huh. Look up, look up how much it sold. I bet you it's like 50, oh, 50 copies. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was one of them, though. I didn't get the sequel, though. I, I feel there was an Otogi 2? Yeah. Yep. I'm looking up their whole history of games oh, they right did, now. They did Metal Wolf Chaos. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, look at all these games. Dear yeah. God. Abyss. Kingsfield, Armored Core, Echo Knight, Shadow Tower. That Kuin game, that was uh, that was pretty popular. Eternal Ring, Evergrace, The Adventures of Cookies and Cream. That sounds great. Lost Kingdoms. <laughs> remember that for GameCube? Not really. Enchanted Arms, do you remember that? I remember the name. Nebula. There's all these From games that people yeah. are, are never going to have heard of, ever. They did a Monster Hunter game? They probably helped with a port or something. Chrome Hounds. I'm sure you remember that one. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, Ninja Blade. So yeah. yeah, you're Ninja right. Blade. It's Ninja Blade. I really want to play that game. I think it's backwards compatible. Maybe. They did a Mobile Suit Gundam game. Yeah. They did Steel who, Battalion. Who hasn't done it? They did suit. Steel Battalion. Really? Yeah. Bring it back. Maybe and maybe that's the third one that you yeah. called it last episode. <laughs> I should win some if uh, if that's the case. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, so Sony Japan has a new game that they're gonna announce in 2019. Their most recent release was Astrobot. So pretty hot name. All of a sudden, uh, what do you predict their next game will be? I'm I'm guessing it's an Astrobot game, but not VR. Uh, I'll be a little surprised if it's an, another Astrobot game. You think? But I do believe that I, I think Sony Japan is one of Sony's, you know, secret weapons. Like when they put a game out, they are, they are basically Sony's Nintendo. They when they put a game out, it is just quality. It's always such quality, and it's it's quirky, and it's just fun. You know, I mean, what else more they so make? than any other other studios, uh, their games just tend to be fun. What else do they make? Uh, they made the... What's that monkey game? Um, Ape Escape? Yeah. <laughs> monkey game. Hold on. Let me bring up the list. Yeah, I'm like, looking at they're, the list. They're sort of like From Software where you aren't going to believe you know, everything that... Uh, Looks like they work on a lot of ports, too. Because they're listed for like Demon Souls and Team ICO and... Whatever this Patapon series is. Oh, yeah. That was, that was big on the... Um, Oh, Knack. Did they make Knack? I think they did. I think they... I'm pretty sure they were Knack. They make the Legend of Dragoon? Yeah, they made Knack at Knack, too. Legend of Dragoon was a square game, I think. Let's not speak of Knack. (laughs) Alright, so here's... Let's just move on, because the next one's all much more interesting. So Sony has a new studio in San Diego. And a job posting... Get, take a guess. What what genre? If Sony has a new studio, what, what genre do you think their next game is going to be in? Um, third-person action-adventure. It's a cinematic third-person action-adventure game. <laughs> and I can't believe it. The, the, jo- <laughs> the job description seems to hint at it being a somewhat of a collaboration with another studio and a sequel. So everybody's speculating that's an Unchart- that it's Uncharted 5. Do you think that's what it is? Um... Where where's the hiring location? San Diego. The new studios in San Diego. Yeah, I can believe it. Then. I can believe it. I want that series to go away. I mean, I'm so sick of it. I don't know. I it's it is what it is. You know, it's just one of their big 
tentpole games where they're gonna always rely well, on see it. I don't know Sony's been a studio that every generation they kind of let their developers reinvent themselves you know yeah. like Naughty Dog themselves was a Crash Bandicoot yeah. Jack and Daxter and then Uncharted and then you know the, we're on to The Last of Us now so I don't, I don't know why Sony's just that series to me is so played out now. yeah like, well I mean the strange thing is in the last game anyway they, they switched it to the to the women yeah. in the games yeah which, you know, I mean, the series was already going head-to-head with Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. So if you switch the protagonist to a woman, I mean, yeah. it really now goes it's a straight up competition. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, well, you know, it's, it's Tomb Raider at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. But so, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah, if that is what they're working on. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if it's a sequel to um, whatever the, you know. Well, Uncharted 4, they, they really make... They really sold that as the end of Nate Drake's story. Like, yeah. so it better be if they bring back Drake. What's again, her name? Chloe. Is yeah. It? Is Chloe. that who, who the yeah. fourth game followed? Yeah. Or the the fourth. It's like the half. fourth one's DLC. Yeah. yeah. So there's tons of Sony news this this one. So let's switch over to market mode here. PlayStation Classic has dropped to $59.99, down from $99.99. Yikes! All of these other consoles have sold out. Like almost immediately, have gone on eBay for more like the, money. The Nintendo, consoles yeah, like, or like the, the Nintendo yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, didn't somebody else do one too? Did Sega do one? Yeah, I mean there was there was always like Sega ones. Yeah, I, I it must remember. just be the NES and a Super NES classic. Yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. So anyway, but those there was two, also Atari ones too. Yeah, those two were massive successes. They all sold out. They were being resold for even more money. Yeah. PlayStation Classic just took a 40% price cut, which basically says we can't sell it. A 40% price cut well, is drastic. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. it was pretty bonkers to begin with. Why were they selling for $99.99? I mean, Nintendo wasn't even selling Well, and these these got trashed. Everybody who reviewed it said it, this thing's just trash. Like, yeah. it's a paperweight. Don't even yeah. buy it. Well, yeah, I mean, they got a lot of the, like, European copies of yeah. it. And you gotta understand something. I mean, European games today are okay. Yeah. But Europe, they're European games from like the '90s, and that that was a completely <laughs> different story. You know, I mean, they run at didn't they have their games in borders and stuff? Yeah. I mean, just a lot of strange things. You know, they they were sort of an afterthought, just yeah. because you know, I mean, Europe so, or at least was so, um, you know, um, balkanized, and were you know, small countries where they had to, you know do the uh, languages for each country yeah. so it, it made yeah. it hard there was so like Europe, 40 languages and everything yeah so it made it really hard and you know the developers focused less on Europe back then especially I mean Europe used to be now mostly, Europe's a big focus yeah well Europe used to be primarily a PC market yeah. too um, you know they're, they're buying more consoles now ever yeah. since Sony got in the game but um, <clears throat> so yeah this this was a, a dark age for for console gaming and since they're the European copies Well, the different versions of the PS Classic, too, everybody's upset because, you know, the Japanese version had, like, Parasite Eve in it, for example. The U.S. version doesn't. So everybody's like, well, why? why? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not... And there could be a realistic answer, but from a consumer perspective, it's like... Yeah. I wonder if they just thought, well... You know, if it was purely the bean counters, this thing was, yeah, you know, it was a cash grab. Nobody really in the West cares about Parasite Eve. Who knows? You know, so it's not worth it for us to put it in there, yeah, and pay out the royalties on it or whatever. Um, 
But yeah, getting back on topic, um, it was bizarre to me that it was ninety nine ninety nine because that's more expensive than any of the Nintendo yeah. ones. And the Nintendo yeah. ones obviously were of a higher well, quality. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, these, these are like a novelty. Library. You're not gonna get actual much actual entertainment out of these. Yeah. You might use it for a while. It's more the novelty of it, and then like, oh look, I can play Mario for an hour. You're not gonna engulf yourself like yeah. you do other, like you do on your Xbox or your PS4 yeah. or your PC. So when you charge a hundred dollars for it, it no longer becomes a charming novelty. It becomes like a premium product. And yeah, nobody's gonna pay. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, I think there wasn't the uh, PlayStation TV also sold for ninety nine ninety. I think so. Which. I mean, that had way more functionality. Right, that's what I mean. Like, who's gonna pay a hundred dollars for that? When I can get more, I can get more entertainment out of a month of, a month of yeah. Netflix for yeah, fifteen dollars. I mean, it was really a cash grab at your your nostalgia. Yeah, um, it looks like it's failed miserably. Yeah, and you know, a lot of the decisions they made on this just didn't make sense. No. You know, they didn't even include the Dual Shock. Yeah, yeah, it was like the original. Yeah. That was that was truly bizarre. Yeah, and I just can't imagine playing games without yeah. sticks at all. That was truly bizarre. Days. All right, so we keep talking about Epic every episode. And Epic released their financials. <laughs> they made a three billion dollar profit in twenty eighteen. Three billion. Is that all? Three billion. <laughs> They're gonna have to use some of that money to settle oh, all these lawsuits God. though, because not everybody ever who created a dance is suing them. Yeah. The guy from Fresh Princess. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, Carlton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing the Carlton. Three billion, though. That is nuts. For yeah. one developer? Yeah, and primarily for one game. One game, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. really on the back They basically of... shut down all their other yeah, games. Yeah, that's basically on the They basically said, we're not going to waste our time. Unbelievable. Crazy. Three million, or three billion. You know, I'm surprised. You know, depending on what metric you use, because we're about to get into our Game of the Year awards... But depending on what metric you use, it's it's hard to argue against Fortnite. Well, normally you use it released in the calendar. Yeah, yeah. But well, but that's the problem now is that all these games come out in early access. Mm-hmm. So then, well, when was this game released? Because you yeah. can't you can't say, "Oh, I reviewed the early access version." Well, like 1.0 of some of the Fortnite is still technically in beta. Yeah, and you know why? When you, when you think about it, the way. We're, we're probably going to have to change how we think about games of the year because, yeah. you know, they release one game, but then they build on it so much. Yeah. That, you know, like... Well, that's why we have years, that category, like, ongoing games. It's because, almost a completely different game. Yeah, right. So, it's like, it's not even worth saying, well, that released in 2015, uh, you know, I think primarily yeah. Rainbow Six. I mean, Rainbow yeah. Six Siege is almost a completely different game yeah. at this point yeah. than when it released, so... It's Same just, thing with uh, World of Warcraft. I mean, that's oh, yeah. obviously oh, yeah. a completely different game. So three billion dollars, so profit. That's insane. Yeah, one Unbelievable. game. One game. Yeah. All right. So here, here's one of the unmarked news stories. You know, level five, right? Oh yeah. They make basically Western RPGs during like the PlayStation Two era. Level five was heralded as like the second coming. Well, apparently they just had a mass exodus of employees. Like, almost... I don't want to say almost everybody, but a ton of people left. And they're having to delay all their games now because, like, their staff just... Nobody knows why. Nobody knows what happened. No, wait, wait. Actually, hold on. Hold on. Level 5, they did Lair, right? 
That's Factor 5. Uh, see, that's... Factor, I always get those two confused. Factor 5 was the company that did Rogue Squadron. Uh, those uh, those GameCube era flyer, Star Wars flyers. Yeah. Back in the day. And then Lair was their bomb and they went out oh, of business. Gosh. Level 5. I'm looking them up right now. Of course, there's no... This, this is literally why I was asking. Because I, I always Level 5 has done Dark Cloud... Okay, yeah. They've done a bunch of Dragon yeah. Quest games. I believe they were doing the... They've done Professor True, Professor Layton. Do you remember True Fantasy Live Online? That was them. That was them. That yeah. was them. Um, White Knight Chronicles. They make that Nino Kuni series. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, they, they've been a... Western you know, RPGs, basically. Quietly. Or not, Eastern. Yeah, Japanese JRPGs. That's why when you said Western RPGs, I was like, wait. But... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, they're they're and their output's insane. Yeah, they, they are release, really. They release new games like every like three months. They are really one of the uh, you know low flying, you know unforeseen forces in the industry. The very I last think. game on their list on Wik- Wikipedia: True Fantasy Live Online canceled. <laughs> uh, but there's a ton been. of Japanese. I was so games. excited for that game. I remember. What could have been? I remember. So just something to be aware of, I guess. Not much more to say. First time for some Godspeed stories, then we'll get into our Game of the Year awards, which will be fun. Assassin's Creed armor is now available in Monster Hunter World. They're doing an Assassin's Creed crossover in Monster Hunter. I thought it was interesting because it's Ubisoft and Capcom. I didn't really expect to see them. Ubisoft seems to want to cross over with everybody. Yeah, yeah. we got Mario and Rabbids. Now yep. we've got Assassin's Creed and Monster yep. Hunter. Speaking of Capcom... Capcom's dropped hints that they're working on another Mega Man game. I guess, was it 11 that just came out, or 10? Uh, whew, 11, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, most of them 11. I, yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. that's actually really good. It was 11. I heard it's really good, so the rumor is that it's either going to be Mega Man 12 or a new Mega Man X. I actually go back to um, the 3D Mega Man, Mega Man Legends. Was that popular or was that kind of like the red-headed cool. stepchild? It was, it was kind of cool. Do you remember when they tried to make a 3D Vector Man? Well, that was back like in the N64. Do you remember that? A 3D uh, Vector Man? Vaguely, yeah. Oh, it's they so never re- They never released it. No, it got canceled. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Um, it looked so I was bad. a big fan of this, you know, like the Super Nintendo, Sega, Genesis. Most of all, it must have been Sega, right? Um, <clears throat> Vector Man. Oh, Vector Man was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, the yeah, graphics at the time were like... Because yeah. his orbs looked like they were 3D. There was only two of them, weren't there? I think so. Yeah. I beat them both. I know. I didn't beat either one, I think. But I, I loved them, them. I loved them. I loved that you could transform. I loved... Oh, yeah. It was awesome. I just remember jumping, great. like, transforming into bombs and then, like... But yeah, the Mega Man Legends, that came out of, like, the N64 era. And if you remember in the N64 era... Hey, you probably didn't have an N64, did you? I never bought one, though. But, or I never... My parents never bought well, one. Around, we were, like... Yeah, exactly. At the 12, I think. Which is why I had a Sega Genesis and not a Super Nintendo. But, um... Uh... Back in the 64 era, it was all about bosses. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Like... Making super massive bosses, and I know Mega Man Legends had you know like just huge bosses that it looked it looked so cool, and I just wonder if they could do something. I I mean whatever happened to the boss? I don't think they'll drop money into a 3D Mega Man. How come games don't have boss battles anymore? I don't understand. Well, that's what like Monster Hunter is in its own. It's just yeah, just boss battles. Yeah, that's what everybody's saying about Devil May Cry Five is. That's a series that's always had ginormous boss battles. And that's what everybody's excited yeah. about. Yeah. It's just kind of funny, though, because, like, every game used to have boss battles. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Now you can only like think of like a few. Like you can think back to Metroid Prime, like all yeah. those boss battles were yeah, they, memorable. Now, now it's like games of a very certain type, and you get like one final boss like usually, Dark basically. Or, yeah. yeah, well, they have tons of bosses. Yeah, yeah. games like that. But um, uh, what can you do? Yeah, and then uh, so Ring of Elysium, that snow battle royale that I've been playing from Tencent, has a second map coming, quote unquote, soon. So just an FYI there. So now that brings us to the event of the hour. It's time for the God Mode Game of the Year Awards. Hey! We're going to be giving out the final game of the year is going to get the God Mode Heavyweight Championship Award. <laughs> They're going to get the belt. Yep. We're going we're gonna to make one. We're going to mail it to them. And yep. Out of car, made out of cardboard. <laughs> All right. So we got our categories here. Do you have the order of them? Let's, yeah. let's not start well, with Game of the Year. Okay. Let's leave that for last. Yeah, we'll, we'll build up to that. So let's do story-based. We don't have to do... It doesn't have to be single-player. Just more, you know, story-driven game. Not Counter-Strike or, you know, yeah. PUBG. Yeah. Story-based game of the year. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you better go so first. You can... <laughs> All right, so my story-based game of the year was actually uh, Destiny 2 Forsaken. Of the games that I played... Um, you know, especially after the year one that Destiny 2 had, of the games that I played, and I, I'll just say flat out, you know, I, I have Red Dead Redemption 2, I didn't finish it, I didn't play God of War, so I can't include, so when you hear that, I know everybody's going, ah! yeah. <laughs> But, for the games that I actually played, I really felt that Destiny 2 Forsaken, the story was great, the gameplay, everything about it, it was really one of Bungie's, I really feel this way about this, it's one of Bungie's three best pieces of work but yeah. this expansion and uh for me it was just all around i have no real complaints about it it was everything i think it was one of bungie's finest hours aside from you know, halo one and um see, the thing about most of bungie's games is like they hit they nail like half of it and the other half was kind of forgettable like halo 2 campaign was terrible multiplayer was revolutionary yeah three was kind of like pretty good with both you know ODST was just single player but I, I really felt like Destiny 2 Forsaken was the complete package and they finally brought things like the lore and the storytelling and Destiny and nailed it so that was my quote unquote single player slash story based game of the year even though it's not single player at all yeah for single player I'm going to have to go with uh, Spider-Man yeah um, the Spider-Man PS4 uh, that's that's really the really the only story based game that released in 2018 that I really and truly played. I didn't play God of War either, so we're probably in hot water for that. You but, don't want uh, to go with Dragon Quest? Yeah, I I can't go with or Dragon Monster Quest. Hunter World. Or, no, definitely not Monster <laughs> Hunter World. But uh, yeah, I mean the attention to detail and you know the uh, the story that Spider Man presents is you know it's an it's an original take. It's a yeah. unique take on the Spider Man universe. And uh, in a lot of ways, I think it's one of the best uh, Spider-Man uh, stories, you know. Because it, it, it follows, in a while. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it sort of follows sort of the the origin arc, but it's it's a little bit further down the timeline than you know the actual origin. But it's very original take, and uh, you know, it's just really well done. All right, so that brings us to multiplayer game of the year. This one was pretty easy for me. This one was Call of Duty Black Ops 4. They just had... they 
I, I think they made the right call. It took so much flack by removing the campaign. But they have, you know, their traditional multiplayer, which is there for everybody. That's the base. But then you've got Blackout, which everybody basically accepts as the definitive AAA Battle Royale. There's really only one AAA Battle Royale out there, and that's Blackout. It's really good. Graphically, um, performance-wise, gameplay-wise. Then there's Zombies, which is kind of like a whole thing of its own. It has tons of fans, and I hear that's really good. So for me... From a pure multiplayer standpoint, and going just by games that released in 2018, Black Ops 4 was the multiplayer game of the year. And that's funny because, I mean, we've talked about it previously. I never thought that I'd be saying that Call of Duty was the best anything anymore until Black Ops 4. Yeah. Like, yeah, after wish... the first Modern Warfare, I thought it's all downhill from yeah. here. But they really did a good job. Yeah, I mean, um, I've long been more of a Battlefield kind of guy. But i got to tell you, uh, Call of Duty 4, that's that's... The first Call of Duty in a long time since two actually uh, that actually interests me and I'll probably pick it up when it drops in price a little bit more. Um, I just have too many games right yeah. now, so I've, I've tried to put a freeze on the games yeah. I'm buying. Um, so for me, it really comes down to Monster Hunter World for multiplayer. Which, yeah, what you know how I feel. <laughs> I, you know how I feel about that. Game. Or Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And, You're probably going to have to uh, give it to that. And I'm going to give it to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, you know, I really wanted to give it to Monster Hunter World. But I just, after a while, that game just really got on my nerves. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just such, it's so repetitive. It's just the same thing again and so again. So runner-up, but a distant runner-up by the sounds of it. I, I, I just wish I could have given it to that game. I just wish that game had more actual variety. So I'm going to go with uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate because the... Um, you know, the, the World of Light adventure mode is so above and beyond anything else in a fighting game. You know, and to collect all that stuff, oh, oh, it really feels like just the ultimate celebration of gaming in general. You know, I mean, it's got characters from... For 12-year-olds. From all... Yeah, for 12-year-olds. <laughs> I do, I do want to say... For story-based game of the year, I also didn't play for the Return of Obra Dinn, which is getting a lot of people's awards. This is the, the guy who made Papers, Please. Did you ever look this game up? No. A- a- everybody's is, saying it's one of the best very, games. This is way too indie for me. <laughs> you gotta look it up. Alright, so that brings us to ongoing game of the year. And by this I mean, you know, it didn't release this year necessarily, but it's like we were just talking. It's evolved yeah. and it's you're giving yeah. it your award for ongoing game of the year. So, this is really tough because there's so many games in this category yeah. now. Um, I'm giving mine to Overwatch just because that's a game I've put a ton of time into. I really love what they've created that constantly evolves. Every new hero that they introduce totally changes up the meta of the game because you've got to react to this new you know, character. and Just all around, I think, the way Overwatch League took over and was done for esports... I know a lot of people are, are you know, immediately are going to say Fortnite in that category. And how yeah. could you... It's hard to argue with, well, here's a game that has the whole world playing it. Yeah. But for me, personally, I just don't like the building in Fortnite. I, I don't like what it's become. I'm not knocking it. It's just not my style. Yeah. So for me, it was it was Overwatch. Just because, to me, it's like one of those games that's always there. And I can always go back to and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, for me, it's going to have to be um, probably... Battlefield 1. Yeah. Honestly, Battlefield <laughs> Even 1. Even though it's dead now. Yeah, it's dead now. Uh, you know, at the very end, 
here of 2018. Um, I mean, it's not actually dead. It's still yeah, supported. But it's, but it's been replaced. Yeah. Uh, but man, that, that game just blew me away going back to that game this year. We, I thought for sure you'd say Siege. We, no, you know, Season 3 of Siege, which came out this year, didn't, I mean, it really soured me on that game too. So, uh, I just bought that game, by the way, on you, PC. I bought oh, you got it again. Siege? Yeah. yeah. I had it on Xbox and I stopped playing it. Yeah, it's just, it's not doing it for me anymore. But Battlefield 1, that, that really caught me for a lot of months. You know, I meant to play other games, but I would just start playing Battlefield 1 instead. Yeah. So, so I really got to say Battlefield 1. I was really thinking of saying Fortnite, because like you said, you know, How I mean, can you argue 2018 was really the year of Fortnite. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I just, in my personal opinion, yeah. you know, this is our awards. And then I so. went back to, well, it's really about what, yeah. what we think yeah. about the year. So for me, it had to be Battlefield 1. Yeah, I think you could argue that, like you said, the whole year was the year of Fortnite. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, that $3 billion. And, you know, like, when, so. like we have a category up here, best content creator or personality. How could you not say Ninja? That's because, exactly and, right. I, and I'm not going to, yeah. but you could argue, yeah. how could you not? Yeah. I know who you're going to say, so I'm going to say <laughs> I'll save it. Uh, let's skip most anticipated. Let's do that after game of the year. Okay. So let's go with best indie game. Uh, for me, of the games that I played, there's a lot of indies. The problem with indies, well, there's too many games to play anymore at all. Absolutely. But with indies, there's so, so many. Like, there's just new indie games releasing all the time. For me, it was Dead Cells. Dead Cells was a game that really surprised me. It's kind of like old school take. It's like Metroidvania meets Dark Souls. Um, just I heard so many people talking about it, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, it looks okay. But then when I played it, I really loved it. So that's that's what I'm going with. It released on a lot of platforms this year, and you can get it for pretty cheap. So how about you? I'm going to go with, uh, you know, for me, it would really come down to Enter the Gungeon or, or Death Road to Canada. I don't know what that is. I'm going to go with Death Road to Canada. What is that? It's um, it's sort of like a zombie, a, a survival horror game, but it's, it's you know, it's it's indie and it's much smaller. Is than it like, like Oregon Trail, but you're riding yeah, the camera? Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like Oregon Trail, but I think there's, like, more actual gameplay. Yeah. Like, you get, like it, it comes up with a scenario, like, oh, your, your car broke down. Yeah. At a gas station, and then you get to play that situation okay. where your car is broken down at the gas station, like zombies attack you. And okay. You got to use weapons to, you know, yeah. kill them and stuff. Um, I got to look of, it up. Man. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's got a sort of old school 16 bit kind of look to it. It's, it's really cool. Do you remember Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Uh, vaguely. That was an amazing I game. I never actually really played that. That was amazing. But I remember that oh. was like a popular game. Um, I tried to find an emulator for that. And but I yeah, if you got that. Nintendo Switch, uh, Death Road to Canada, that was that was a real fun game for Switch. That brings us to best tech. So for me, I'm going with, and not because I just got partnered with them for streaming, Sliver.tv. I think streaming has become such a big thing. So take a step back and you got to wonder, well, what's the next step for streaming? You know, like... It's got to keep evolving. How are they going to change it? So Sliver takes it, and they let you place bets with currency. Not real currency. Not like real money. You mm-hmm. earn currency like Mixer has for watching. And then you place bets on what's going to happen in the game. You know, like, will this streamer get 10 kills? Will this streamer lose this by the... Whatever. And um, 
it's just another level of engagement but like it invests you in the stream because now you've actually got something riding because you win real prizes yeah. like actual like gift cards and stuff like that and gaming components like mice and uh, it, it puts some skin in the game so it's a whole other level of engagement so now you're watching the stream and you're hoping that this happens because you potentially get something from it so yeah. it's it's I think it's just you know where will it be in five years I have no idea but I'm looking at where streaming going and that's why I give sliver.tv also yeah. because I'm now partnered with them I'm biased, but yeah, I'm gonna go with um, uh, Microsoft Game Pass. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Game Pass because uh, it seems to be the biggest impact yeah. in the year. Did you um, see? Uh, I don't remember what outlet gave it. I think it was the Edge. They did three games of the year, and they put and Game, Game Pass, Pass was number was three. Third. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is the start of something big. It's kind of interesting, though, that, you know, like, PlayStation did sort of have a service like mm-hmm. this before in the PlayStation Now. But just being able to actually download the games yeah. seems to be such a game changer for yeah. everybody. Well, um, Microsoft constantly talks about how it builds the sales of the games that are on there. Yeah, and yeah it's just, it's a real game changer. And when Microsoft strengthens their first party, yeah, I think it's going to be a huge value. Be, yeah, it's going to be a huge well, deal. it's it's funny because uh, I I actually see people talking about it. You know what games are coming every month, what games are leaving. Like people are paying very close attention. To oh, it. absolutely, yeah. It's it really does have like because I kind of saw it. It really does sort of have the Netflix effect. Yeah. Where I thought Netflix is, um, you know, I thought Netflix's lineup was always sort of lackluster. Yeah. For a long time, I mean, it's it's gotten to a certain point where it's not anymore, mm-hmm. but. For a long time it was, but it was just the fact that, you know, like, here was this service that, you know, like, you don't have to For leave the house. Yeah. yeah, and it's dirt cheap, and it's just cool. Yeah. And that seems to be the same vibe I get with Game Pass. Do you remember how Netflix started? It was getting DVDs in them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can still get the DVDs. Oh, I know, but, but nobody thinks of it that no, way anymore. No, Nobody remembers that. Yeah, it's pretty incredible that it started off as, a like, a blockbuster competitor. And, you're and now they're, like... A force within Hollywood. Yeah, so yeah. it's just weird. All right, so best company. I've got, I've got a winner and then an honorable mention, and then I've got a worst company on there too. Because I need to say this. Boy, before we before you say, are we doing just gaming company or are we doing best company? You could do tech. tech. Yeah, you could do okay. All right, whatever you feel is. I'll let you go then. Necessary. So for me, it was Microsoft, just because they had such a tremendous year, and they've really, like, if you think back to when they first revealed the the Xbox One and the backlash, it seemed like they had made every decision that people didn't want, you know, and even though much of it we look back and we say, wow, they they, they were just ahead of their time. Yeah. But this year, it seems like they have made every possible decision to, to... please every gamer that they possibly can. I mean, they're reaching out to handicapped gamers. You know, they, they've just done so much. They've done the Game Pass. Uh, they've just, they've done a lot. Um, so for me, I'm giving it to Microsoft. I, my honorable mention is G Fuel. And then I laugh at that all you want. <laughs> but it's a great, it's a great product. I, I really like this stuff. Yeah. But from a, from a, like a more, 
economic standpoint, if you look at this company's marketing, I'm telling you, like, whoever is in charge of their marketing, if you start a company, you need to hire this company that markets G Fuel because they know exactly who their customer is and they, like, they nail you with, like, the greatest marketing I've ever seen. No yeah. joke. They're growing insanely fast. Yeah, I'm, Maybe not making a $3 billion profit. but yeah. I, I'm of two minds on this one. I mean, if we're going to go purely from a tech outside of gaming, I'm going to say Tesla. Oh, Jesus. They don't count. Tesla. But um, if we're going to go... You can't give Elon Musk an inch. Don't even. I mean, because the Model 3, you know. <laughs> don't even. All that. But, it, you know, I'll try and keep it within game because this is, you know, this is really gaming. Um, so within gaming, I'm going to go with Epic. You That's know, fair. I, I have to say Epic only because, you know, obviously Fortnite. But also... It's certainly the, one of the most successful. But also the Epic Store, which really seems to be, you know, rising up to be the competitor to Steam. I mean, the jury's still like, out, but it's moving it's still quick. Out. It's still out. It's but moving I quick, mean, This is by far the biggest threat to Steam yeah. there's ever been. Well, they certainly created a competition because now Discord's jumped in. Yeah. With, you know, like, there's this war that's brewed. I mean, EA's been in the game forever. They were arguably never... definitely the most impactful company. Yeah. I mean, almost not, not even mean, arguably. I mean, look at the last couple of weeks. All we've had are, you know... Epic's got this game. Epic exclusive. Store exclusive. Epic yep. Store exclusive. Epic Store. So it's, it goes beyond Fortnite, which, you know, in my opinion is, you know, the story of 2018. Yeah, oh yeah. And then you, you include in the back half of 2018, they have, you know, Epic Store, which is making, you know, waves all over the place. So I think 2018 was the year of Epic. Yeah. I uh, My worst company, which I didn't put this on there, I just have to say this. My worst company is Blue Hole, the makers of PUBG. <laughs> Because they are such a terrible developer, they can't even fix their basic stuff. They've yeah. got all the wrong priorities. I just gotta say, Blue Hole, you're the worst company in gaming. <laughs> are you sure it wasn't EA? And for me, it wasn't. Every year it's EA. And well, that's just not only in gaming, just in America. Yeah. Everybody gives it. I don't think that's. I'm true. amazed. That I've never believed that EA. to be true. Yeah, I've never believed that's that. That's just because the There's the internet is so controlled by yeah. gamers that yeah. it rises There's, to more just prominence. It has to be worse companies. Oh my god, Halliburton. Yeah, Halliburton. Come on. <laughs> The Tesla, yeah. I would just, say Tesla. Start looking in defense contractors. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you're gonna find some really awful stuff. All right, so that brings us to best personality person, content creator, person of the year, whatever. I've got two minds on this. <clears throat> so, if you want to talk about impact, and like like we said, Ninja certainly. I can't stand. The I already guy. know who you're gonna pick. I can't stand the guy, but he certainly belongs. He's the yeah. If you want to talk about real video game personalities of the year, he's it. Um, so, I think Phil Spencer deserves consideration for the job he's done. You know, if I gave Company of the Year to Microsoft, Phil Spencer goes hand in hand with that. He's really taken that company. Xbox was on the verge of being shed from Microsoft, and it is now one of the most prominent divisions within yeah. Microsoft. Yep. He really deserves recognition. And then there's my personal favorite, Dr. Disrespect. I knew that was coming. Who's just, for me, <laughs> nonstop entertainment. For real. The guy's hilarious. I can't get enough. Uh, um, he's just an entertainer to me. Yeah. And, and he's genius at it. So I yeah. just can't get enough. You know, I don't really I don't really do any of this YouTube culture stuff. So 
or Twitch or any of that. So for me, I'm gonna just go with Ninja because he has he has just taken over. Yeah, I mean he has just taken over. I, I mean when when teams that are winning in the you know NCAA you know basketball tournament are afterwards when they're being interviewed, all they can call out is to Ninja, Ninja or Drake calling out to Ninja. Yep. I mean like how can you say? <coughs> I can say they didn't. <coughs> well, yeah, I'm dying. You know what is amazing? When Ninja's you, killing me. When you think about this, did you see <coughs> the, the top ten lists of Twitch streamers from uh, 2018 by hours viewed? No. <coughs> the sheer, like, he was number one by, like, <coughs> by, like... A mile? Yeah, yeah. Like, not, like I wish I had the numbers, so I'm going to misspeak. Hundreds of millions of hours were spent watching his channel on Twitch. So you think about the influence that these people, or in his case, him, he has from from an advertising standpoint. He's got hundreds of millions of hours in front of people. So if you want to get your product in front oh, of, yeah. of somebody. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how much he makes a month. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I think, at least. I think, I think it was, I think it was half a million a month, like six months ago. Wow. So now it's I mean, me, it's only grown now. For me, my my favorite content creators aren't even uh, they're not even gaming yeah people yeah you know, they're like uh, that Marquise Brown. I know who that is. Um, this is the last name Lee. I don't remember. He does tech stuff, and I actually like that uh, that I Justine girl. I don't know who that, that is either. She's boxy. A, she's a tech girl. So boxy. But uh, I'll probably get rid of kill Chad for, Warden for admitting to that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no. I like the tech people more than the video game people. I just, I don't know. I just I can't watch other people play video games for long periods of time. Well, that's the and thing. Like if you if they have to add some, they have to bring something else to the table to draw my interest. If they're just sitting there playing it, it's not really yeah. okay. I can do that, you know. Yeah. But all right, that brings us down to game of the year and most anticipated. So for game of the year, this was really tough. Um, Especially, like we say, because we can't give it to some of these ongoing games, but they're half of what we spend our time playing. Yeah. Um, so for me, for games that released in 2018 that I actually played, I had it down between Destiny 2 Forsaken and Black Ops 4. I had a really hard time deciding. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm giving it to Destiny 2 just because, like I said, I really felt like it was the complete package from all around between the gameplay the features of the game, the live service they finally got right, the itemization, the story, the lore, the audio, soundtrack, the art, all of it, I felt like it was the most complete release of the year that I played and enjoyed. So, Bungie, you won one from me. Yeah, you know, I mean, looking back on it, I guess uh, 2018 wasn't quite as deep as 2017 to me. Yeah. So, game of the year for me came down to... Spider-Man and Super Smash. Smash Brothers, I knew it. Yeah. But I feel like Super Smash Brothers, while it is a 2018 game, it's not really a 2018 yeah. game. Yeah. Because it's, it's really sort of like the Wii U version. Yeah. Deluxe. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I just Plus, like, I mean, the online service is garbage. Yeah. Yeah, the online isn't very good. So I'm going to have to give it to Spider-Man because uh, that's just the most... For what it is, it's the most complete package. Yeah. You know, the the... the Graphical detail. I mean, the the detail in that game is just insane. Rockstar you know, and cry. They yeah. got no awards from us. None from us. 
Um, the web slinging, finally, I figured it out, you know, to a better understanding, and I, I like it a lot more now. So I think, um, you know, for me, it has to be Spider-Man. All right. Poor Arthur from uh, Red Dead. Got nothing from us. <laughs> All right, that brings us to most anticipated. And this one, this one's just insane because there's so many games oh, coming out in 2019. My goodness. Um, I'm so excited. I'm really good. I'm going to mention like three. I, I truly can't pick one. They're different styles of games. Um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 oh. deserves recognition. Hopefully. I think it'll make it out. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be 2019 necessarily, but we hope it is. Uh, the Last of Us 2, hopefully. I love the first game. And I'm actually also looking forward to Anthem and The Division 2, both of which come out at the same time, both of which are live service games. And I don't know how I'm ever going to find time to play both because they're coming out at the same time. But though. I can't even choose. I guess I'm going to go with Cyberpunk for now. Yeah. Maybe The Last of Us. I, don't, I just don't know. Yeah. There's, and there's so many different ways. Like, we're going to do a whole segment, hopefully next episode, on most anticipated games. But I guess yeah, I'll just say that. I'll, I'll are, just say that. There are so many. So We'll what, talk what, about what it in more detail. Wait, what was your most anticipated I, I, I guess it's Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> okay. um, for me... Um, I am really high on the Resident Evil 2 remake. You know, that, I mean, yes, it's a remake, but at, at this point... It's, of a classic, legendary But game. it's such a rebuild yeah. that it might as well be a new game. Yeah. You know, so um, that that's definitely number one. And the fact that it's out next month, right? At the February, end of, I think. Is it, I thought it's it was at January. the end of January or beginning of Yeah, January. I thought it was January 29th. One of the two. So um, we're only like a month out either way. Um <clears throat> So that, that's the first game for me. Uh, like you said, Cyberpunk, if that makes it out. I mean, that... That might run the table. Yeah. That might be a game that wins, like, every that, game of the year that, award. That, just isn't, that isn't just a game. That'll be a game changer. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, I'm a little hesitant as to whether or not it'll actually make it in 2019. But we'll if it see. makes it in 2019, then uh, I'd go with that, too. Um, let's see. What else we got from... Uh, I'm trying to think of what Nintendo's releasing... Um, Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nintendo's going to have a big year. They got Luigi's. They got Pokemon. That's the real game changer. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. The, the actual Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. They got Metroid Prime 4. They got that Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, I'm sure it will. Luigi's Mansion 3 and uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, don't put that up there. So I'm going to have to. Give me a break. I got to pick Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, my number one. No, we, we lost all credibility. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, actually, honestly, though, the game that I am probably most excited for is Resident Evil 2. Yeah. I'm just so excited for oh, that for some reason. looks great. It's probably because it's the closest one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but. see, that's why I included, like, Anthem and The Division. Yeah. Like, The Division's really probably not in my top, but it's one of the games that's coming soon, so I'm looking forward oh, to it. Oh, and that. I didn't even mention The Last of Us. Yeah. Two. Who knows? I mean, it's going to be just an insane year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna we're gonna do dry. we're gonna do a segment next episode. We're gonna talk about how many you want to do. Most oh. anticipate like ten, maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Do 10. Top ten. We'll we'll go back and forth. We'll, we'll we'll number them. <laughs> all right, that number one spot. What'd you play this week? Uh, this week it's been all about Spider-Man and Smash. Yeah. Man. 
I mean, it's going to be that way probably until I finish at least one of them. Until you finish Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Or Dragon Quest. Yeah. Unhold. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, like, oh, I really just finished Shadow of the Colossus just so I can say I finished it because I'm so close. Or maybe go back and finish Homecoming because I'm literally on the final boss. But, uh. Silent Hill? Homecoming? Yeah. yeah. I actually like that game way more than I thought it would. Yeah. It's, it's probably one of the worst Silent Hill games, but I, I still like it. I played a lot of Black Ops 4 this week. I had fun with that. I'm kind of... I'm playing the PC version, because I own it on both PC and Xbox, so I'm kind of trying to, like, retrain myself to get better at the PC version. But I also played a game called Gene Shift, which I've been waiting to tell you about. So this is... You know what I play. If you had to take a guess, what is it? Gene Shift? No, like, what genre have I... Oh, it's going to be Battle Royale. Okay, so it's a Battle Royale inspired by Grand Theft Auto (laughs) 2. No, it's a top-down... It looks just like GTA 2. So, it's, like, top-down 2D... Just... It looks like GTA 2. It really does. And uh, I'm going to do a YouTube video on it. It's funny. It's, It's not, like, super competitive. It's more... Did you hear General Joust is on sale? I did hear that, or did you know for the week? <laughs> so I'll do a YouTube video about Gene Shift, but you love the old GTA game, so I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that old GTA game where you kind of figure out which way, which way you were until you <laughs> the bullets shot. came out that way. Um, so funny business. This was interesting. Jack Black has started his own YouTube channel to focus on gaming called Blazinski. Supposedly, he's going to release one new video every week. I'm kind of assuming it's going to be like almost like podcast format where he's kind of just like sitting there talking about games. I, I, I don't know. He didn't really say. His debut video is 30 seconds long and he says it's going to be bigger than Ninja and blah, 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 blah. And then he lays back <laughs> in his chair and spins in a circle and that's it. <laughs> so I, I don't really know where he's going with it, but he's already got yeah. hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Oh, of course he does. He's. He's a, he's already a celebrity. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, yeah. It's not like these other guys who had to, you know, claw their way up. Yeah. The old-fashioned way. He's, well, he's already. Do you remember? Um, well, a he's looking fatter than ever. B he's got a really long gray beard. <laughs> oh, nice. Like he looks like. Yeah, I was like wondering how somebody you'd see now. in downtown. Yeah. And then, um, what was I gonna say? Do you remember he was the main character of Brutal Legend? Yeah. I don't think a lot of people remember that. Yeah. He was the main character of a Double Fine. Did you see him in Jumanji 2? No. It was good. I, he did great. I refuse to watch that it was movie. good. I hate The Rock. He's terrible. Yeah. yeah they were all pretty good. That was pretty good. Movie Highest paid actor in Hollywood. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. So we got two good draw your own conclusions this week. A man in Mexico got caught robbing a bank with the old NES zapper wrapped in electrical tape to try to make it black. Yeah. So he got caught. And we've been speculating about Cliffy B's next job that he's been hyping up. Well, this is laughable. He's the producer of a Broadway play called <laughs> Hades Town. Well, which to me, all producers normally do is yeah. basically put up money for a, oh, yeah, for yeah. something, and then yeah. they then they, they get a credit. They have and some of them have some level of creative control. control. Yeah, I doubt he has hardly any. Yeah, he like like. He gets to sign well, off. I will on this say script. this: we were proven right once again because we said it had to be a job somewhere within entertainment. Yeah, yeah, and we were right, even though you know it's questionable. Like when I saw this, like 
he's he's doing it again. He's drawing attention to himself. Being a producer isn't really a job. Yeah. He, and he's talking about his career, his career, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Well, all your... I know, you know, Steven Spielberg can be a producer for his job. Yep. Cliff Blazinski is not going to be nope. a producer for his job. Not at all. All right, time for okay. some off-topic nerd out stuff. Nerd out. Bird Box took the world by storm this week. Oh, Netflix, as we are talking about Netflix. Yeah, I, I see it everywhere now. Like, 45 million people watched this movie within the first, like, 24 hours it came out. It's got Sandra Bullock. Irma and I watched it already. Did you watch it? No. It's pretty good. And like all great mystery stories, the ending is unsatisfying. Good. In my opinion. Good. (laughs) I'm not sure. I mean, it is good because they can't... I don't want to go into spoilers because you might watch it. Yeah. But I'll probably end up. Watching do you know that it's a monster right? movie? Yeah, it's a monster movie where like you can't see things. Right? Yeah, like if right. you look, then the monster can come get you. It's sort of like it's sort. <laughs> it's like the Quiet Place, except instead of hear or speaking, you can't see. Things. Well, no, if you see it, if you see it, you commit suicide instantly. Oh, nice. That's what happens. That's nice. So, but but, and I knew it was going to end this way as soon as I found out that was the premise. I knew, I'll just say it, I'll spoil it. I knew you were never actually going to get to see it. Good. You never get to see it. I think that's great. It's not, it's terrible. I think that's great. (laughs) It's terrible. Let me tell you, my favorite ending to a movie is The Birds. I remember you saying that. Have you ever seen The Birds? No, but I know it's an ambiguous ending. I mean, The Birds is just a bizarre movie, actually. You know, I I finally went, because I'd always seen The Birds from a certain point forward. It was one of those movies. It's always on TV at a certain time. Well, I wonder if, like... I had seen it before that, and I just never realized it. Because, like, the first half of The Birds is, like, a, a typical love movie. Yeah. The second half is, like, straight up sort of horror. Yeah. And so I wonder if I never recognized the, the movie. The two and made the connection. Yeah. And, I'm like, that's why I always thought I came in at the same part. But <clears throat> the ending, I still remember the first time I saw it, I was just pissed off. I couldn't believe somebody would end a movie like that. Yeah. But now, years later, I'm like, that's the well, best ending. Well, yeah, I think ambiguous endings can be great. And, you know, in this case, like, I don't think it's bad. I think it was clever of them not to show it. Because then your mind gets to fill it in. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And but, that's, that's the scariest monster of all. But it's so unsatisfying because... Well, I'll just spoil the whole damn thing. I don't care. <laughs> the, what what it, it's inferred that basically what you see is your worst fears come to life. Yeah, and I, that's why. I, so it's but that's just such a cop out. Yeah. I, I feel like it. it. Like it's it's clever, but at the same time, it's like what? that's not. See, I like that stuff though because just, I was just texting you last night about Game of Thrones and how how they leave you so many little breadcrumbs about possible side stories, yeah. and you're just sort of left to wonder. A lot of people compared it to The Happening. Yeah. They compared Bird Box to The Happening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's not a good... (laughs) No. Not at all. Um, I think this movie will be remembered much more fondly than that (laughs) one. How did Kurt describe The Happening? Do you remember? I don't remember. Oh, he had a good line for it. Did you see this bizarre video that Kevin Spacey posted? Yes. What a strange world we are living in. Here's a guy who... Who, I loved his acting. I'm not gonna lie. Like I thought he's, uh, especially as Frank in House of Cards. I thought he's outstanding. But here's the guy who's accused of real crimes, you know, real immoral acts, and basically says, 
well, you loved my immoral character, oh, so gosh. I'm just going to lean into that yeah. and say, like, well, you loved it, so forgive me. Like, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just be quiet, go to court, and this, deal with it. This was the most bizarre... That's thing. what I mean. We're in this, truly living in a weird This world. is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen a Hollywood personality possibly do. Because, I mean, he's, a, he's accused of, uh, you know... Sexual misconduct. Yeah. Of, of with minors. Highest, of the highest order, pretty much. And uh, so, rather than say, like, hey, I didn't do it, or, you know, like, you know, something of that nature. He, he sort makes of, it ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Not, and he sort of, like, he sort of talked to you like a rapist would. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, what's it matter if I did? You liked it. You right, know? right. Like, like he... He actually said, you know, you liked it. Or, and I was like... Like, he's literally I was like, if you're the, trying to deny raping somebody, you probably shouldn't talk like a rapist. He's leaning into becoming the villain. Yeah. Like, this is real life. Yeah. This yeah. is not a movie. <laughs> yeah, you don't... Yeah. You don't get to say, cut, let's go home. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, you're going to go to jail. So, it was just really bizarre to me that, you know, I mean, it was, it was one of those bold move, Cotton, kind of situations <laughs> where, how can you do that? How can, you know, you're accused of being a creeper, and well, then you just go out And I feel like creeper. this was something he did purely on his own. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, he did not, like, run I thought the bike. acting. I thought the acting was bad. Well, that's what I mean. This wasn't, like, you know, it's a produced video. Like, a, you know, like, he did this on his own. Like, he came up with what he's going to say. He filmed it himself. You know, he didn't have a director there. Like, this was not... Yeah. He way overacted it. I mean, it was terrible. It was... It was just bizarre, and it was it was bad, top to bottom. I just wonder what's going through the guy's head. I honestly yeah. do. Like, I wonder. I wonder if that's maybe his goal is to try and make you think he's like crazy or something, so you'll leave him. Maybe, alone. maybe. I don't know. So John Jones won the title back last night. Nice. I I kind of want to congratulate him legally, but he's burned me so many times. I'm afraid to yeah. like say like. Yeah, I, I wish you good luck because yeah. I'm a tomorrow he'll probably get arrested again. You know. Yeah, like, that's a real sad story. Sad story. That's it's bizarre too because you know his other two brothers never seem to have any. I think the one got in trouble a little while ago. Oh but, yeah, maybe the one did. Uh, not nearly to the level that John has. Yeah. But the six oh seven hometown boy is now UFC champion again. Yep. So I guess that deserves some recognition. Title Town over here. Yep. Yep. Whitney Point Field Hockey, John Jones, sports football. (laughs) Yeah, that's really stretching the town a little bit. All right, so that's actually it for this week. We've got, to my knowledge, there's no games releasing this week. It could be a horrible time to release a video game. Yeah, oof. um, That's it. That's episode 24, last episode of 2018. Our next episode's 25, half or a quarter of the way to 100. Yeah. We're going to have to bash somebody's brains in with a bat <laughs> wrapped in barbed wire for episode 100. Yeah. What else can we do? How can we top this? But next episode, we'll do our top 10 most anticipated games of 2019. That should be fun because there's just oh, so many so to choose many. from. I feel like we could do like top 30 easily. I mean, even if like half the games announced slide into 2020. It's still going to be huge. It's still going to be just an incredible year of gaming. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, so... Yes, yeah. that's it. Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, Be safe. Don't yeah. drink and drive. Um, look up the lyrics for all, what is it, all 
What? All blank sink or whatever. All blank sign. What the hell is that? That's the New Year's song. Nobody oh, ever knows. I don't Everybody know just mumbles through the New Year's song. I don't even know what that song is. Never even heard of it. Never. <laughs> no, look up the lyrics, sing it with your friends. Uh, enjoy the night, be safe. You uh, should take look, Uber home. What you should look up is Macho Man Cream of the Crop problem. Yeah, that too. Alright, let's get let's get out of here before we run this anymore. Uh, peace. World of Warcraft addiction. Yeah. There was this there's this tunnel between these two zones in World of Warcraft. This was back in vanilla, so like two thousand six maybe, like right after high school. Like Fifteen years ago now. Yeah. And it was filled with hostile NPCs, like high level. You you're not supposed to be able, you're not supposed to be able to travel through there, basically. Yeah. Me and this other guy in our clan, we were leveling up. And on New Year's Eve, for hours and hours and hours, we fought through this whole goddamn tunnel, <laughs> killing every single NPC along the way. Like Scatman playing. They're, the they're respawning behind us almost as fast as we can <laughs> kill them. For hours, we just fought through this fucking tunnel. And, like, this guy, I never played with this guy again. Like, we just, like, I'm never going to forget him, though, because he's, like, this little gnome warrior. And here you we know, are on New Year's Eve fighting through this goddamn tunnel. You know what, guy, for I'll hours. never forget is. The German in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. America's army. I, I have we don't even know he that. was German. I will we never forget that guy. Place, we projected that. <laughs> yeah, that I don't know why. we Was his name in German or yeah, something? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was like Hansel or something. Yeah. But Remember when guy. we finally got him? Yeah. There was like... <gasps> <laughs> I think he left. Like, yeah, he, like, like a game or two later, he was gone. Because yeah. we got him again, like yeah. a round or two after that. that <laughs> like shortly cool. after, he was gone. And he, I mean, that was just incredible. Like, he kept getting both of no us. Matter what game we did, after game no matter what after we did, game. we would be like two on one. We could not kill this like, Was he hacking or what? <laughs> then we got him. Do you remember... My favorite part about that game was the door battle. When you go to open the yeah. door, <laughs> just stop, and the bullets would just start flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. The front door. You go to open. Well, you go, you go to open a door, and it would hit somebody on the other side. You remember? Well, the door wouldn't yeah. open all the way, so you knew somebody was there. So everybody just starts shooting yeah. through the door. What well, do you do? You remember? All I remember is. Because um, there was the two doors facing the yeah, either way outside, and I remember like noobs would just like run up at, <laughs> yeah. at the front door, and occasionally you'd get like one guy that would just like open the door, and he'd either shoot out or he'd throw a grenade, or and then he'd run around to the well, other side. Well, and there was a vent right above that yeah. front door that yeah. people would shoot out of. That was just a beautiful map. That, that was, was that was so funny. That German fucker got us every <laughs> single for hours consecutively. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember staying up so late drinking Code Red Mountain Dew, like just And it seems like when we it seems like when we finally got him, he was like laying down. He was prone. <laughs> I at don't the, remember. He was like right at the Wasn't door. Wasn't he in the corner or something? I don't behind know. the door. But it was like really bizarre because it seemed like he should have killed us, but it somehow well, we, killed we him. got him again, like like I said, the next round or two we got I just him remember again. being and like, he like quit. I just remember being like that's the time we killed him because like it just seemed we, like we should we were literally dead. we were literally devising plans okay yeah. you throw a smoke you go around I'm gonna flash you flank this yeah. way like unbelievable stuff and it just never worked much more team play than I participate in these days <laughs> yeah. that's for sure these it's days it's like done. run in and hope you hope you shoot the other team first There's so many classic gaming moments in that Jesus game Jesus Christ but yeah that that room the room when you the first room when you first do you remember it. how you you had to, and then there was the big gun battle didn't you have to do like some door. like hour long training mission that was really hard oh to even God. unlock the yes. special forces version yeah just to play a game you had yeah. to do like training 
But but to get Pipeline SF, you had to do this really hard. Oh yeah, trick. that's right. And I think the you did it for one, me. Right? I think you did it for me because I couldn't do it. I think it was the one where you got to crawl I think through so. the entire thing. Yeah. It was the most boring, stupidest. Yeah. But it was an army yeah. simulator, so yeah. I mean that's exactly yeah, what I it's getting that's, at. That's this is what well, the army's like. But yeah, I hated that. Those part. freaking battles, though, when you'd open a door and I hit somebody, <laughs> and then everybody just starts shooting the goddamn door. <laughs> I just spraying all over. Weren't there flashbangs? Yeah, there I think there were stuns. Yeah, because that's what we were doing. Like we were doing. Like one of us would open the door, the other yeah. one would already have a flashbang already ready to go. I remember well, the one game. Do you remember the first time you played it? And uh, I was hitting the wrong. Thing. Yeah, you, you you got up to the this to fucking the, idiot to the desk, and you, you just kept pushing E rather than holding it down. I'm pretty sure that didn't we the devise... chat went crazy yeah. when you did that. Like they were just so pissed off. Didn't we devise a plan that one of us was gonna pull a pin out of grenade, and then the other one was gonna open the door, <laughs> yeah. and then we was just gonna run in? Yeah, and I think you were, you were gonna run in with the prime grenade, <laughs> so the guy killed you, <laughs> shut the, the door, <laughs> and blew me up. Uh, what uh, a, how did he think to even do that? It was it was it was a genius one. plan. I think I was like. I think I was standing right next to the door too. So like, like you, you already had the pin pulled. I opened the door. He yeah. immediately shot you. And he just dropped, happened and he to be at the, the perfect door. angle. He was like never over at that other angle before. So when you opened the door, like the first thing he did was shot me, and I was just like, and then he shuts the door though. Yeah, like he, he knew you had a grin. He shut the door. That <laughs> <laughs> happened to me in PUBG. Uh, we were, we were uh, playing the snow map on the PTR last night with Kurt and Dennis. And uh, Kurt and Jen and Dennis both got killed. And I'm in this house all by myself. And there's a whole squad coming in on me from outside. And one of them throws a smoke in the house. So I can't see shit. And there's a doorway that I hear a guy. He's coming that direction in the house. So I throw a frag into this smoke. I thought I made it through the doorway. Well, one of the guys jumps in through a window. Starts to shoot at me. I down him. So I got him, and the instant I downed him, I hit the wall with my own grenade, and it blew me up. <laughs> so that guy, he must have been young to his teammates. He got me! He's upstairs! He's dead. Like, <laughs> I had no idea what happened. You know, my, um, my, my most popular Xbox, you know, post, share, whatever, was me in Battlefield. Because in Battlefield 42, your grenades, like, you know, they just come back after, like, I don't know, 30 seconds or whatever. So you can just sort of, like... Spam grenades. In 42 or in 1? In 42. Well, 40, 43. Three. The backwards 43. compatible. One. Yeah, the X, the Xbox 360 one. And uh, so, you know, I, I just like to spam grenades. I, like, yeah. so I just sort of act like a grenade launcher. Yeah. And one time I <laughs> I threw a grenade, bounced it off the, like, a building. I shoot the guy shooting at me, kill him. But then the grenade comes ricocheting back yep. you know like yep. I notice it's coming back so I start what I try to do? run yeah. and then just boom kills me and that is just so popular amongst the battlefield oh, community yeah. like they love that I mean yeah. it's, it's got like 60 likes which is way more than anything else yeah. I've ever shared you know I mean like it's all over the battlefield community people laughing at us so so that's see, we should have recorded all that stuff I did record all that did stuff. you? that's yeah. amazing yeah. stick that in the end I don't know what I'm going to do with it but stick that at the end Bonus. Yep. Alright, should we do an actual intro? Yeah, I guess. Do, we do you want to do it as a separate file? Yeah,